0: slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Good morning. I'm Laura Vanderkam. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Every weekday morning, I'll be sharing a productivity strategy that will help you make the most of your time at work and at home. My mission is to help you take your day, your week, maybe your life, from great to awesome. I value your time, so normally we'll dive right into the tips. But since this is the first episode, I wanted to take a few minutes to introduce myself and talk about why time matters to me. Professionally, I write and speak on time management. I'm the author of several books, including 168 Hours, What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast, and Off the Clock. I'm also the author of a brand new book that's out this week called Juliet's School of Possibilities, a little story about the power of priorities. It's a time management fable, the story of a young consultant whose life is falling apart on various dimensions until she learns from her mentor, Juliet, about the difference between busyness and a successful, well-lived life. I also co-host another podcast called Best of Both Worlds. My co-host, Sarah Hart Unger, is a practicing physician, and she and I talk about how people successfully combine work and family. On the personal side, I definitely spend a lot of time thinking about how best to combine work and my family. My husband, Michael, and I are raising four spirited children. They are currently 11, nine, seven, and four. You'll be hearing more about our adventures in future episodes as we navigate everything from middle school to preschool and the logistics of two-career family life. As for hobbies, I run every day, and I sing soprano in my church choir. People often ask me how I came to this topic of time management. Unfortunately, it is not because I am always on time everywhere. I do try to be, but I was once late to my own speech on time management. Quite the ironic moment for all involved. That said, there wasn't some moment when life was falling apart. I'm not the normal self-help narrator who hit rock bottom and had some epiphany that everything must change. That makes for good reading, but my life is just not that interesting. Instead, it was more gradual. I've long enjoyed reading and discussing people's schedules. And this interest became more urgent when I became a parent for the first time 12 years ago. Anyone who's been through that transition knows that a lot of the literature about work and life is pretty negative. We need to just throw up our hands and declare that no one can have it all. As you can imagine, I found this literature fairly depressing. But I'm also a curious person. I've worked as a journalist in the past, and so I wondered, is this bleak picture true? I began studying people's schedules, not just how people talk about their time, but actually having them keep track of their time, half hour by half hour, usually for a week. I found some interesting things as I've studied thousands of time logs over the past 10 years. I've learned that there truly is space for what matters to us in all spheres of life. People like to talk about dark moments, but time is vast enough for good moments too. Plenty of people are successfully combining rewarding careers with fulfilling personal lives, whether that's raising happy families, being involved in their communities, doing some sort of crazy athletic endeavor on the weekends, or all of the above. After all, there are 168 hours in a week. If you work 40 hours, so that's a full-time job, and sleep 8 hours per night, so that's 56 per week, that leaves 72 hours for other things. If you work 50 hours that leaves 62 hours for other things. If you work 60 hours, that leaves 52 hours for other things. And it turns out that very few people consistently average more than 60 hours of work per week over the long haul, something we'll talk about in future episodes. Anyway, in 40 to 50 hours of focused work, you can get a lot done. In 62 to 72 hours a week of waking, non-working time, you can spend quality time with your family and enjoy personal pursuits too. Making time for what matters might involve some creativity. But I promise you, the time is there. This is why I find time management such a hopeful topic. I know that time management might sound a bit boring or maybe even small-minded. Here we are, spinning on an improbable planet in the middle of cold space. Around the globe, violence, cruelty, and disasters upend people's lives. Yet here I am, talking about how to turn a 60-minute meeting into a 45-minute one. I get this. And I also get that the best moments of life are when we pay no attention to time, like a dinner with old friends that makes an evening pass in the blink of an eye. But none of this is inconsistent with wanting to use time well. We only get so much time on that planet in cold space. Economists preach the virtue of optimizing any scarce resource— When people feel in control of their time and their lives, they have the mental space to help people facing violence, cruelty, and disasters. They can use their talents to keep some of these things from happening in the first place. As for that dinner with old friends, well, they probably won't just show up at a restaurant you happen to like. You have to decide to get together and arrange when that will happen and maybe book a babysitter too. Even feeling off the clock requires thinking about time. I care about time because life is lived in hours. What we do with our lives will be a function of how we spend our hours. In particular, I want to help people see that life is not either or. You can throw yourself into work you love, doing what you can to make the world a better place, and nurture your relationships with the people you love and take care of yourself too. Be thoughtful about your time, and you can do all of this. Time is precious, and time is plentiful. There is no contradiction here. I hope you'll join me on this journey of making the most of the time we've been given. Every weekday morning, I'll be here sharing a tip or a strategy that's worked for me or for someone else. If you've got a question or a strategy, you can write me at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. Just indicate if you'd be willing to have your note read on Before Breakfast. I plan to share many listener questions and tips over the next few months. This is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody.